0: You no, you like, you know, you chopped off your arm accident. Yep. We'll let you, yourself. you know, you need a new one. You got one, a fresh one right there. <laughs> you got a fresh eight. You can go whatever <laughs> one you
1: want. Doc Ock, baby. <laughs> Doc I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh, man. Out of the thousands of clones made from Jango Fett, why did he want one all to himself? What if something bad happens to baby Jango? Today, we discuss Age of Republic Jango Fett on this edition of the 11 Parsecs Podcast.
0: Welcome to podcast number 12 of the 11 Parsecs podcast. We've now surpassed our name by one. Um, This is going to be an interesting podcast, I think, John. Uh, Again, first, let me welcome John. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Instead of just starting to talk to you. Just jump right in. Yeah, just jump right in. Time's a-wasting. S- Let's go. So as we said on the last podcast on package 11 when we did Doku Jedi Lost, we were going to review two different comic books this time. Uh, number one was going to be the Django Fett, Age of Republic, and the other was going to be the Age of Republic, Anakin. But since then, we've kind of decided to push the Anakin one back a little bit. I actually have not read the Anakin comic book. John has, which, well, puts, him d- which puts him at a distinct advantage on this uh, decision because he said that it does jump past clone wars a good bit the movie uh, oh, episode two. oh
1: absolutely it is absolutely after uh, episode two and that's just a really awkward jump
0: yeah yeah so 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 what we've done is we've decided to just cut this podcast down to one comic book which is going to be the age of republic jingo Fett comic and we're going to push the anakin back till after the clone wars episode which so episode uh, just in case you don't remember from our last podcast we kind of detailed out a little timeline that we were working with but podcast 13 is going to be the episode two podcast, which will be uh, William will be joining us and it'll be a good long podcast. And then podcast 14 after that, we'll probably just do the Anakin comic book and maybe the first two of the Makes Windu series. And that should be a pretty good combination, I think, for those. Uh, so, as always, John, are you ready to pop the tops?
1: Uh yes, you want to do that first, and then we discuss what we're popping, or do we pop first and then?
0: Uh, let's let's definitely pop first, and then we'll discuss. Because because Mm -hmm. I always Mm -hmm. like hearing the um, I always like hearing the liquid pour. I don't know. I've got a glass this time. So the last couple of times that we've been doing this, I haven't brought a glass. But then I hear you drinking out of a can. No, I'm drinking out of a bottle usually, but. But I hear, like, like, some kind of caveman drinking out of a can? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, seriously, that's so wrong.
0: And then, uh, but then, I, like, last time I heard you pour yours in, and it sounded so Dude, beautiful, shit. so I was like, this time I'm going to go ahead and get a, get a thing. All right, you ready? Uh, we'll do a three, ready? two, one, pop, and then we'll discuss the brews. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Uh, ah, here we go. And then now the pour. I got to get the pour. It'll be like a stereo pour.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Very nice.
0: All right, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking. I thought this was fitting. Intergalactic Warrior IPA from oh. you know you know that one.
0: No, I don't. But the name is you always spot on. Like oh yeah, I know that beer.
1: No, I'm just Tompling... saying like, like Intergalactic Warrior. That's like the best name for this podcast beer. Good. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Tompling Goliath um, okay. Brewing. I think they're in Asheville. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, I take that back. They are. You'll never guess. Iowa. Iowa. No, How'd you I... know Iowa?
0: I knew that because the fire, blood, and money that I had on podcast That was them seven or eight was toppling uh toppling oh. Yeah. Okay. And right. the only reason sense. I the only reason I knew that was because A, that beer was a extremely tasty beer. Yes. And the can looked awesome. Well, I'll take your word for it. it. the can looked awesome. But I remember looking down and being like Iowa. Okay. Of all, not, all places. Not right. where I expected, but high Iowa.
1: In. Didn't know you had beer out there. I know you have corn. Oh, no. They
0: have tons of beer. It's just that you just... I, I, I just so for us in Atlanta here, uh, generally, from my vantage point, is you get uh, craft brews from California, you get craft brews from Washington, and then you get craft brewers from all around the Southeast. In New York. In New York, too. <laughs> Allegheny and all those guys up there. But yeah, it's a good I, I was one of those ones where I'm like, whoa, because this guy had to work really or this brewery. Uh, guy Gals, anybody at the brewery had to work really, really hard to get pushed out of Iowa and then distributed it on a level that gives them, you know, Atlanta as a service area, which is pretty impressive to me. Well, maybe the product speaks for itself. It probably does. Give me, give me the, uh, give me the sip. Give me,
1: give me the tell. Oh, it's, it's, um, it is very juicy, very hazy. I'm not a beer critic, but it's delish. Uh,
0: I am drinking a Mountain Jam by Southbound Brewing, which is out of Savannah. So keeping it local, keeping it in state. Uh, I have I've had a couple of Southbounds, uh, different types of beers before, but this is my first Mountain Jam. It's a fresh, clean, light, and it says light in quotes. That's what gets me a little bit. Fresh, yeah, clean, that, and weird. then light in quotes, and totally
1: crushable. It could be worse. It could have beer in quotes.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, and the crushable could be in quotes, where I'm like, well, what does that mean, like?
1: Crushable is much more of a slangy word than... Um, so,
0: when I think Crushable, I think Session IPA. Like, you can just crush them back yes. all day, man. You're good. Yeah,
1: what's the like ABV on, on your beer?
0: Let me take a taste. It's a good beer. That's a good beer. It's, uh, let's see. 5.0. Yeah,
1: that I, that qualifies as I- Crushable. Ibu 30,
0: though. Well, that's that's kind of
1: hoppy. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, well, cool. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Mountain G, that's pretty good. That's pretty good beer. I will say, that's pretty good beer. Crush okay, it. man. So this is, a, this is this is this is going to be an interesting podcast because we're in the throes of Mando right now season 2. You know what I mean? Like and I know you and me yeah. both. we we we, yeah. we are going to of course rewatch these and give our opinion on it when we get to that point in the timeline, but we're also human. We want to watch Mando now because Mando is awesome. So this was an interesting comic for me at least to read in the middle of Mando. You know like so so all right, so in my house I, I do like the the oh, what was it? Lone Ranger. What did Lone Ranger?
1: Was Lone like, Ranger. Uh,
0: what was it? Lone Ranger. It was like hi ho, like not not the dwarves, but like there was like a yeah. That that's the that's the
1: Seven Dwarves. Um, high ho, silver. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So anytime we mention Mando We're in the really house, I'm right like, now, buddy. Yeah, right. Anytime we talk about Mando in the house, I'm always like, Mando. No. And then I was like, oh, this is awesome because we got Django. Like it fits perfectly, <laughs> and I was really excited about it.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard not to read this comic in uh, in light of Mandalorian because you're right. I'm gonna watch Mandalorian. I don't care if it's out of order. It's it's an incredible show, it's, and it's an amazing uh, show. It, this comic, as we'll talk about, I'm sure, really fits in with with that sort of aesthetic.
0: There's a vibe. There's a vibe. There's a vibe that yeah. I caught. So so let me let me talk a little bit. So today we're gonna to be reviewing, and for those that don't listen to the podcast, if this may be your first podcast that you listen to uh, from Eleven Parsecs, we are completely chock full of spoilers, and that's not in quotes. Like like spoiler, we are literally going to tell you the story and what we think about the story. So. Uh, you know, don't, don't, don't listen to us if you plan on reading the story and really want to have you know surprises for yourself. Uh, and also, too, if this is your first podcast, you may not know. Basically, what we're doing is we're going back through in chronological order every single bit of Star Wars new canon, and we're reading, uh, listening, watching, playing uh, all of it in the uh, chronological order of the Star Wars universe. So, like, uh, like John mentioned earlier, we're getting to episode two coming up, so that's how early we are kind of in this project, but just in case you didn't know and you're just having to turn it on and be like, what are these guys reviewing a comic book from 2019?
1: So, Age of Republic, we Django just now got to it, plus yeah, exactly. the, the, additional, the additional layer of, I'm the Star Wars newbie, you're the Star Wars yeah. like fan guy.
0: Fan, well, yeah, fan I mean, girl. so we, so we, we also, also, also have William on our podcast sometimes, who guests for audio dramas, he guests for movies, who's... Uh read a little bit more than I have and watched a little bit more than I have. But that being said, uh, yeah, I, I, I've definitely read more comics, I think, than both of you guys, just because I'm a big comic guy. But uh, as,
1: they, as they say, William knows what the color of the lightsaber means.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> William knows William knows all colors. He knows the rainbow, the plethora of what each one... Okay, all right, let's get back to the Age of Republic, Jacob Fett. Uh, it was written by Jody Houser. Jody Houser has been writing all the comics that we've been reading on these one-offs. So anything in the Age of Republic, Age of Heroes, Age of Villains series, uh, she's wrote. And I think she's doing a pretty good job of each of these guys. It's really hard. And we've talked about it on the previous podcast. Really hard to uh, write a one-off story, in my opinion, that that can be seen as a serial, kind of just one comic book sit-down read. I think she's done a pretty good job. Uh, So she, of course, wrote Django. Luke Ross drew this one. This was um, the guy that drew Maul, and he drew Doku. Uh, there's uh, Corey Smith, I think, who has done the other Age of Republics that we've uh, that we've read, and they've kind of bounced around for the art. And they're both, in my opinion, pretty similar. I mean, I don't know, can you... I mean, with all, all, uh, all uh, respect to the two artists, I don't know that they're that much different for me to actually look at a comic and be like, hey, that's a Luke Ross, that's a Corey Smith. Have you been able to tell...
1: Uh, I, I would say that I... Out of the Age of Republics. F- out of the Age of Republics. The, the, well, right. And this one felt familiar. Yeah. yeah it's I'd like the, that. the art yeah, style I was... That. I kind of settled in the art style. I like the yeah. art style. I like the yeah. way this is done.
0: Yeah. And, and when you go back to look at Anakin, Anakin and Obi-Wan, the five uh, five comic series that we read previous, uh, probably about three podcasts ago, four podcasts ago, art style is definitely different. But I like it. This is a very comfortable art style. It doesn't go crazy either way. It represents characters very well, in my opinion. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, again, this one came out January 9th, 2019. John, what did you think? What's your score? Went one through hundred.
1: I, I really do hate the number score thing. I, I know that's, that, that, that's why
0: I love putting you on the spot because I know that it's like one of those things where you're like, oh man, this one has
1: to be pretty high up there. Uh, I thought it was a nice, tight little story, uh, and a little window into Django Fett. Uh, so I'm going to say, uh, it's tough to go over 90. Because That's getting into like Hall of Fame territory, mm-hmm. so I'll say a 90. Okay, that's good.
0: That's good. I was gonna say 88, so I'm I, I right up there with you. I thought it was a very good story, I thought it was very uh serialized, very compact, gave us some cool characters that we didn't think about. Like, I, like when, I'll be honest with you, whenever I open this thing up, I was like, oh, this is gonna be probably about Django and uh, you know, making uh, who the, the, who, the what title
1: I, didn't you know tip that off to you. Well,
0: no, what? I'm just saying, like, 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 when I've thought about it, I thought it was gonna be pre. Cloning Django. Ew. Like, right. like bounty hunter Django. Like, like what, what did we not know about his past? And how did he, you know, how did sifo Diaz or whoever it was that, you know, <laughs> came to him and, and, and asked him to be a clone army Camino? Uh, this one surprised me. I thought it was really good that the, the comic story is post cloning. It's got both. But
1: it's, it's at a very good moment, right? It's a, it's the choice moment with the flashbacks, of course, to the, you know, do you want to be a clone army guy? And we'll pay you a lot of money. It's a it's a it's really the perfect setting in time.
0: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, it was it was not what I it was not the time point that I expected the story to be, but it was a really good one that, that she chose to write about. It's good. So let's talk about it. We got It'll Boba. Be. This is really a Boba comic in my opinion. Do you agree? I do not really agree with that, oh, no. Okay. So do you think the think flash the the flashbacks provided enough to be a more of a Django
1: comic? Yeah. It's more about his actions, and, I mean, the question, one is of the questions you may have. Yes, because the, one of the big questions is, um, why, it, one of the characters says, you know, why would he even take a job like this with four people? That's insulting. Why would he do this? Yeah, to teach
0: to teach Boba, right? To teach Boba, right. right. Yeah, train the kid. Yeah, so train the kid, it's, to, it's, so he knows the underworld as an underworld, I mean, not has, necessarily the mission.
1: That's right, it, and it tells you it does give you that background for Boba Fett. But I see more into Django than I do into Boba. Interesting, which I I I like because I know nothing about the guy.
0: Yeah, I t- totally agree. And screen time, and we haven't got an episode two yet. But screen time is it's you know fairly minimal uh, for him, even in the prequels. But that being said, he's a beloved character, probably because of his son, though. I mean, I think that, that I think. Him being... Is
1: he a beloved character? I would not call him beloved.
0: I think beloved. he's i think he's beloved. Uh, yeah, I, people... He can be a fan favorite, but... Not okay, be, I mean, okay. you can okay. say Darth Vader's am I, beloved. Am I, am I going too far by calling him beloved? Fair enough. He is a fan favorite. Uh, I think that people like him, though, mainly because of Boba and knowing Bobo from the original trilogy, and then seeing him being like, oh, that's his dad. Look at that. You know, how did this happen? But, that being said... I don't know. I, I felt like the story was the main story. So pre-flashback. So just to give a, a quick overview, I'm not going to explain every panel or anything like that, but basically uh, Django takes Boba, young Boba, like a man, how old do you think he is in this? Like uh,
1: that's, a, that's a good question. Y- yeah. 10. Yeah. 10. Yeah.
0: I'd yeah, say 10. So he's, he's, so he's, he takes his one son on him on a mission to um, pretty much, uh, I, I don't know how to describe, like he, he joins up with, Three other guys that he does not know, or at least I got the, the, the impression that he did not know the three guys that he was going on this mission with, and he takes his son with him, and they go and they do the mission, and after the mission, they get kind of uh, stabbed in the back by two of the three guys, and
1: which was really the the whole point of this thing. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, it, the, and, and that's what I was saying is like it was it, it flashed by really quick, almost to where it's the Boba Show at the at, you know
1: halfway through the story. You, you can make that point. It, it definitely is a lot of Boba. Um, it felt like I, Proud Papa moments. Well, yeah, certainly. Uh, and it's all about him making that choice at the end about you know taking out two guys, and then does he take out the third guy? Yep. And he doesn't. He lets him go. And then it's, well, why did you do that? I didn't think you would do that. But I, I did that, says Boba, as a warning to others, which is like, <gasps> He's ruthless. He's building his legacy. Yes. At age 10.
0: Yeah, no, I... I, More than I did. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I I was playing with sticks and, like, building forts and stuff, and he's, you know, like, taking out two bounty hunters, you know, that have been in in, in the game for a while, and, you know, given Boba's background, of course, the fighting and, you know, all the stuff that they teach the clones, you you would expect it, but still, pretty good. I think the good part uh, in this for me was, and we'll probably talk about this more after episode two, but... Seeing Tyrannus, uh or aka Doku actually extend the deal to uh, Django to clone him was interesting to me, because even after reading Doku Jedi Lost, I felt like what 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 part can Saifodius play? Because if if you remember at the end of Doku Jedi Lost, Saifodius is kind of in a bad place. Like him and Lean are going all across the galaxy and. Not really doing too much because Saifodius's foresight's kind of crippling him a little bit. You know what I mean? So I was like, "Yeah." Does dyas like? Because because it's it's you know again we'll talk about it after episode two. You know, whenever uh, Obi wan lands on Kamino and they're like, "Oh yeah, Saifodius's clones are coming along very well." And you know, and you're like, "Did Sifo-Dyas actually really do this?" But then this comic kind of confirms the fact that Doku was the one that extended the deal to him.
1: Yes, uh, and I thought it was I thought it was Sifo-Dyas, so I'm I'm confused on this point.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So, so so uh, in the comic, Tyrannus, he calls him Tyrannus specifically. Uh, Django calls Tyrannus, and then Tyrannus says, I want to make a clone army, and I want to use you as my template. And he's like, well, you're going to need two things. You're going to need uh, a lot of money, a lot of credits, and then I want to have one unaltered clone for myself. Which, you know, of course, ends up being Boba.
1: Yeah, but I thought they say, and we'll talk about this in in episode two, I thought sifo was behind that.
0: I did too. That's what I got from okay. this comic. It was uh, Tyrannus the whole rah, time. Rah, rah. I think Tyrannus was, I, I think Tyrannus, you're supposed to uh, expect that Tyrannus was operating under the name sifo whenever he was dealing with the Comonians, but when he went to go to Django saying, I want to make, you know, you're going to have to live on this planet, but you know, you can go do your other work and all that other kind of stuff. It was Tyrannus the whole time. He, you know, set all this stuff up for the Clone Army.
1: But that would, that would be lying. It would,
0: and I know that Sith are not known for lying, um, but I think in this instance, maybe he,
1: you know... Stretched. Stretched the
0: truth. Stretched the truth a little bit, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'll forgive it this one time.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're called Darth, you you get a couple of lies every day.
1: I still don't understand. So, okay, put this in the time frame. Uh, He is Darth Tyrannus.
0: Right. So, so in my opinion, this is post-Doku Jedi Lost. Uh, or well so let, let's talk about that in the comic, though. There's a little bit of time shifting going on there because like uh, the when they're on this mission where they get where Django and Boba get like kind of stabbed in the back. There'll be something that some a character says and then you get this flashback scene. So yeah. in this flashback scene, you flashback. I don't know. I mean, it, I guess I would assume that if uh, Boba is about 10 years old, this would be about 10 years ago that Tyrannus came to Django and said, hey, we want to use you as a template for the clones on Kamino. So yeah, no,
1: that's I think that's the timeline, yeah.
0: Yeah, so i mean, so I mean Tyrannus has already turned. Um it is a little bit weird with the timeline though, if if we felt like Doku Jedi Loss ended at twenty five BBY, but also the Count Doku comic, he was already pretty darn evil at that point too, right? At the that, end of the comic. Yeah, at the end of the comic. Like he you know, he shoots the kitty cat guy and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So you know, I, I think it fits in well. Oh, I'm I think, sorry,
1: I got Got confused. Yes, at that comedy, yeah, he was definitely evil. In that yeah,
0: so though. so I think so I think at this point he's no longer going by Count Doku. Everybody knows Count Doku has gone bad. He is now Darth Tyrannus.
1: Okay, but but how does he fit in? Is he is he the Sith apprentice? Yes. Okay, so Darth, at this point he is Darth Tyrannus. Okay, like he's and, all in. He's all in. And this is after Episode One, so yep. Darth Maul is air quotes dead.
0: Yeah, air quotes. I hate that. I agree. That makes no sense. I agree. All right. Fine. But yeah. Yeah. And and, and I don't understand why, um, air quotes, Darth Maul being dead is not felt by Palpatine. And maybe we get into that somewhere down the line. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just kind of odd. But there can only be two.
1: Only two. There generally. can only be two uh, unless there's money to be made and <laughs> we're going
0: to bring them back. Yeah. Unless, uh, yeah. <laughs> unless there's toys to be produced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're going to leave it to any given point. All right. So, so, so the, 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 story itself, um, it was good. I mean, it, it was pretty good. I, I you know, a quick little introduction to the other three kind of scummy guys. I couldn't tell if we were supposed to know where those guys were from, from another story or something like that, but I couldn't. I, I didn't. certainly didn't. Yeah. I, did. I, that, not that you have the I name drop, like, right? right? You, yeah. Delta. Names. Nelda, Tiver, and Rin, I think, were the three. And uh, yeah, Nelda yeah. And Nelda it, was the and guy that ran away at the end and was like, Oh, shoot me, please. And they're like, all right.
1: Leave yeah, it. I have no idea who they are, but you, you have um, Maybe we see them dropping. Why can't we work with Cade Bane and Aura and Singh? And it's like, there was. I there was, was a lot, lot of name
0: dropping. There was a lot of name dropping. Like, he really wanted to work with Cad Bane, which is interesting. Yeah. It's the hat. You think it was the hat? I think I think it's just the dust coat and you know, like just kind of the... The cool demeanor. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's not as cool as or All
1: you're a real, yeah, exactly. You're a but, real sucker for this cowboy but, aesthetic.
0: Yeah. Well, we just talked about the Mando. How we're so into Mando. It's like man, no, it's like just this spaghetti western awesomeness. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Without inter- the interesting thing. So Django, Django. Uh, of course, Boba becomes Django. I don't know if it's the same helmet. I don't. I don't think it's the same helmet because looking at Django's, but maybe it is. The armor. Passes to Boba at some point, maybe. Um, and then that armor now passes down to what Mando's got, right? Off of, what's his name? Uh, uh, yeah,
1: uh, no idea what his name is. What is the, his name? The Marshal.
0: The Marshal. The Marshal. Mar- I think that you're supposed to just refer to him as the Marshal. So kind of yeah. interesting part, if you think about it
1: in this comic, being like, hey, that armor gets passed down. I actually did not think about that. So, yes, that is nice. You know, it gets beat all to hell. Oh yeah, it's been through all. That's, sorts that was of a funny thing. Uh, I I um, saw something about Boba Fett and went and looked at his scene in Empire, which of course we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, it's really um, stunning. It's beat all to hell. Oh yeah, oh definitely. It's
0: junk. You're talking about the one where they're all the bounty hunters. I know what it was. Thing?
1: I know what it was. Yeah, I was watching the I was watching the that episode of Mandalorian where the episode the the armor was just trashed. Yeah. And I, I wanted to compare that to how it looked well, the last time Going through the saw it. belly
0: of the Sarlacc. I mean, there's lots of stuff going through there.
1: Which makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does. That, that, that does. But even in the Empire scene, it is well worn.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I remember the scene, and of course I remember the armor, but I don't remember the condition. I just remember
1: the armor being so badass. Uh, we can talk about that when we get there. That That's not how the armor was originally meant to look.
0: Yes, that will be very interesting because... it. There's certain parts of Mando's armor, too, that I don't see how, yeah, I, yeah, so, or not Mando's armor, but Mando, when Mando gets the armor. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. One of the interesting things about this Age of Republic series, and I don't know if it actually, and I need to go check because I have some of the comics. There's an information panel that's in between each of the comics inside the compendium version, like the Age of Villains, Age of uh, Heroes. And did you read the one about Django after the Django comic?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did.
0: Yes, Uh amazingly interesting thing that i did not realize was and i'm quoting here the idea that Django isn't a mandalorian came directly from lucas said dave filoni so he he, he i i had always assumed that he was an actual mandalorian you did not. not
1: know that Oh, oh well, how did you know that i don't have any idea where i picked up on that over the many years but i knew that i did not it had to have been some some interview or something with Lucas, because, yes, uh, that was always a, a puzzling th- thing to me. He's not a Mandalorian. Well, so so I,
0: I always assumed Jango was. And then, of course, once, you know, we'll talk about episode two next week. But once episode two and them happens, I'm like, oh, so he's not technically a Mandalorian. Or maybe he is if he's cloned. I don't know how that works. But I did not realize that Jango was not a Mandalorian.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, he's, he's not a Mandalorian. He's not a Mandalorian. I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that. I mean, it's like a, a minorly interesting detail of the character. It doesn't really yeah, do, play it. He's, he's dead really soon, so it doesn't really play in anything. True, true. Don't say that; you're spoiling this podcast, John. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: Um. Yeah. Good. Good comic. I. You know. I. I might rate this as the highest Age of Republic that we've read. The one-offs. Do you agree? Uh, we, we already talked uh, about this more. But when when, I, when I, gon gets Qui-Gon. all forced
1: drunk and, and just yeah. says, "Jesus,
0: take the wheel." That that was neat. When yeah, Qui-Gon was plants. good. Yeah, Qui-Gon was good, but this one—this one was pretty darn good too, though. I was—I was
1: impressed with it. I think it would be difficult to separate the 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 skill in the, story, the telling, uh, and and the artwork and just everything from our current sort of uh, enthrallment—is that a word with man with *Mandalorian*?
0: Interesting. So you're saying that just us reading this in 2020, I think uh,
1: you're like, "Ooh, *Mando*, *Mando*, *Mando*," you know, yeah. it's just more *Mando*.
0: I that, I I, that has I've always but I've always it. had that I've always had that fascination with with Boba and Jango. I mean I, I don't know I. You're saying if Mandalorian did not exist would we still have rated this comic as high? I think so. I think I would have. I enjoyed the story. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Okay. So then let me rephrase it as the fact that it's dealing with this character. There you could have the same sort of story and and skillfully told and the nice artwork and all that about Jabba the Hutt. No, let's
0: go Cadbane. Cadbane and Cadbane's son. Cad Cadbury? Cadbury Bane. Cadbury, Cadbury. Bane and Cadbane. Are you making that up? I'm totally making that
1: up. Please <laughs> can tell me you're making. Ba- <laughs> I mean, I don't put it past uh, the, the people who name people here.
0: Yeah, Cadbury, Cadbury. Cadbury Bane and Cadbane, if it's the exact same story, it, same quality of art, same story, but that's Cadbane and Cadbury. I, I would not care yeah, so much. I don't know. That's a good, that's a good point.
1: Because, I mean, I don't care so much about Cadbane. Yeah,
0: because there's no there's nowhere to go with him. I mean, there there you know there is, but there's not like it's like, you know, it's going to affect the entire universe. So that that's an interesting. Okay. Yeah, I probably would not have found the story as interesting if it was Cad and Cadbury. <laughs> Stop so interesting. Bad. No, I enjoy. I uh, it. I uh
1: I don't I don't I mean I don't know where you go with that. It's just it's a good story about a character yeah. you like. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not really a groundbreaking uh, revelation, but. Uh, I think it does play into the fact that we both enjoyed the story quite a bit.
0: Yes, I, I, I yeah. On further reflection, John, I agree with you.
1: So if you want to please your fans and get good ratings, you know, just do what they want you to do.
0: Who? Oh, wait, wait, wait. This though. Oh, so let's see here. 2019 January, Mando season one would have definitely already been in production when Jango Fett came out. When the, when this one okay. came out in Age of Republic. So yeah, I wonder if they're like, hey, who can we make a cut? Oh wait.
1: You know, look at the Mando coming out. Do you think there's that level of of interaction coordination? and coordination?
0: One hundred percent. Really? Oh yeah, this is Disney, man. They know what they're doing. Yeah, just like <sighs> okay. just like Marvel. Yeah, I, yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think that they chose Jango Fett to be a one off just because Mando was coming out, but it helped. I, I really do think it did.
1: I would be surprised or impressed. I'm not really sure what if there's that level of coordination, I thought this was just kind of an obvious character to have a comic about because we know nothing about the guy.
0: So in in the in the Age of Republic and Age of Resistance series, all these one-off series, it seems to be that you choose 6 to 7 people from each set of movies, each trilogy of movies and make a make a comic about them. Um you know Jenga was pretty Critical to that early trilogy, the prequel trilogy. So yeah, I mean, it did it it helped that that Mando season one was going to come out. I think when they decided to write this, but I I, I see what you're saying. As in, like he would have gotten one anyways because of who he was.
1: Yeah, he's an obvious target, um, a, a a favored character with little information about him.
0: Yeah, I, I I equate him personally to uh, kind of the Mace Windu of the light side. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, like absolutely he, not. Not a top, not a top tier character, character,
0: but also not a bottom tier character by any means. Like he's somebody that's forceful, that you know, dialogue, you know, all that kind of stuff, integral part to the prequel trilogy. So yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah. I will retract my statement earlier <laughs> and say that Django would have still got his own comic. Yeah. But, okay. But right. I, so so here's here's another thing too, and and that kind of amazes me. Um, not just with Hauser's writing on this, but but. It's not often you see a little, like, 10-year-old kid with a
1: gun shooting up people in a comic, even. You know what I mean? Um, You're making me rack my brain, I want to say that there are examples of that. But, no, I can't think of any right now.
0: Yeah, there's not any that we've seen thus far. But, I mean, you know, of course, you've got what's coming up in Episode 2 and 3, which is pretty brutal towards kids. But not necessarily the kid (laughs) being the one where you're like, oh, man. Right, right. So give I, I give props to the writing there, where I'm just kind of like, I did not expect that to happen. I thought Django would be.
1: That was my next question. You really didn't see that coming. No,
0: I didn't. Really? <laughs> well, what? I didn't. I, I didn't until Django was like, he's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so. It's, so one one panel of the comic shows, uh, I think it's Tyber with two like Tyber's just a small little bat like creature. He's got these two swords that are right at uh, Boba's neck. She and he's like, she, what do you say? What do you has, say?
1: She has knives at his neck.
0: Yeah, she has knives. It's a it's a it's a girl. It's a girl, sorry. She has knives at his neck and she's like yelling up at Django, like, What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You know, like you know, give us the give us the cargo that I think we're supposed to capture or the person we're supposed to capture, and then run off because I'm gonna kill your kid if you don't. And then uh Django just kind of Fires a shot and kills the thing. And He's like, "You should have checked to see whether I had a weapon or not." And I'm like, "Yeah, Django's gonna have a weapon. I get that part." Kid's but. got a
1: deep voice. Should have checked if I have a weapon or not. He so said, hey, let me ask you this: get how, off would me, you, timer. how would you have felt, How would you felt? Would you felt if uh, Django, in in the spirit of you know, I'm um, basically no, I'm not ever negotiating. I don't care what what you have, who you have, ooh, like a, hardcore, yeah, like a hardcore, yeah, like a hardcore. Make me another clone. Order up. Oh man, that would have been crazy. Yeah, okay,
0: that would have been the better That's best.
1: hardcore. That Jango would have been right the there.
0: best twist is if the kid would have died and then he was like, "All right, well, there goes Fido."
1: But but if you do that, then it's really hard for anybody to care about Django Fett cuz that's how do you I mean, you have no feelings at all for oh, A yeah, totally. kid yeah. that you've raised for 10 years and you've been training to, you know, in your industry. That's I am
0: cracking up at the fact that like the next panel shows him shopping for another kid. What's that one's <laughs> name? <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> Boba. Yeah. yeah, I'll take Boba. Come on, Boba, you can go. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that. That's a whole other level. That's for where me.
1: I thought it might be no, going. I didn't
0: know. I know I didn't no.
1: honestly think it was going there, but I was I was entertaining the possibility. As yeah, I that would have been
0: that would have been clicker. That would have been a whole other level, in my opinion. I would have been like, "Ooh, I would have put it down." It, it really like, wow. it, would,
1: it would it would kill your your um your audience. Well, it, I don't no have a, I don't have
0: a love for Django. I mean, nobody's got like a like everybody likes Django because of how neat and kind of cool his character is. But no one, he's a bounty hunter. I mean, you kind of expect him to be. I
1: don't know. Some people say he's beloved,
0: <laughs> not just a fan favorite, but beloved.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, I, th- if, you are going to care that turn, something I, about be, him. Yeah, that'd be you, you, crazy. If, if you're not invested in the story, I mean, if you don't care about him at all, and in this case, he's use, they're using uh, his relationship with with Boba to make you care for him. If you don't care for him, you don't care what happens to him. You know. But that's the thing that was. I I was
0: thinking, oh man, they're gonna kill a kid. More than I was thinking. Oh, Boba's gonna lose. I mean, uh, Jango's gonna lose a, a kid. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm way more weighted toward Boba at that point in the story than I am toward Jango. Because I mean, you, they flash back to Jango, and he's just like, yeah, he'll be all right. And right. I was like, what? You know? And then, of well, that's when shot. I knew
1: that yeah, there's, there's yeah, so much more to it than that. He's not gonna let him just kill the kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Although I maybe this was up. a test, you know, if you don't get out of it, you didn't deserve
0: to get out of it. Or what it. if Boba is such a badass that he set this whole thing up? And he's like, I'm oh going to see God. if he, I'm going to see if you love me, Dad. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what you do, and you failed, Dad. You failed.
1: You let oh, him go. That's... You were just
0: like, oh, he's fine. No, you didn't, you didn't protect me, Pop.
1: That's that's a uh, what a twist. But that's 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 crazy. There's no way is, that happened. Yeah, there's
0: not. Yeah, but still, I like our two alternate, alternate endings. They're both pretty good. Yes. But again, I like the original ending too though. It was pretty good. Good comic. Good no, that was the right really ending. Well to have. It was, it yeah. was.
1: Show that he is he is being honed <laughs> like a weapon.
0: I'm just picturing some little eight year old kid picking up this comic and being like, Oh yeah, look at Boba. Oh. Oh, go, going going <laughs> with your ending and just being scarred for life. I mean just like 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 Marvel has gone just like completely dark. Yeah, and, and they're like, they're like, oh, well, I guess he's, oh man, Daddy wanna, will just
1: replace me. <laughs>
0: I don't want to watch Star Wars anymore. <laughs> 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 I want to watch Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty rough. But overall, good comic. I enjoyed it. I like Houser's writing. I think she's really good, and I like uh, Ross and Smith's artwork too. I think they're both pretty good.
1: You mentioned Star Trek. Don't even get me started. Anything goes wrong, you just kill that guy and beam men his replacement. Yeah. Agreed. starfleet academy produces tons of clones oh wait a minute no it's the same it's the same person right oh you're saying be a minute okay, okay I, not, I mean they're they're quantum they're teleporter clones i guess yeah i, I know Say, that that's a that's a long-standing thing with star trek except that you can't to, yeah. do that agreed agreed yeah
0: yeah weird theory I mean, to compare the two i guess is the best way i'm saying it like yeah like yeah everyone's
1: a red shirt this is another case of, of when you introduce a technology like cloning, which apparently is, I mean, it's flawless. You you can build an army out of clones. That would really change the landscape of the galaxy.
0: Yeah, I don't understand how this has not been, like, you know, we're getting into episode two. Let's save it for episode two, but I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Like, how did that not happen way before? Yeah. Like, how did, how did Serrano or any other planet, like count their
1: whole their whole planet their whole planet is based on this industry so where are these clones going
0: yeah seriously like like if camino's got it you know other people have it and it's just like why do they not do that to instead of robots even you know it's kind of like okay
1: whatever you you know you know where these clones end up that's that's a given
0: where do they end up john
1: they become slaves
0: there's no way around it
1: yeah whole worlds of slaves yeah Star that Wars get, is dark, man.
0: That could get into some really. <laughs> yeah, I was to the exact same thing. It's like that could get into some really dark areas too. Yeah. I think we make the Star Wars dark though. I think this is really this was this was still the Lucas aimed at kids time. You know what I mean?
1: Mm. I think we, I think I think
0: we are adding a little bit of flavor to where we're like, ooh.
1: I am simply pointing out that when you introduce something like cloning, flawless, um, very effective cloning, that that. And then you basically you do that, and you ignore all of the wider implications of it. That yeah. that has to be a trope, uh, you know, some kind of oh, that's trope a trope. That.
0: Yeah, in sci-fi, like as a whole, I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that.
1: Here's this world-changing thing. Anyway, moving on.
0: Yeah. But again, though, too, think about like in in real life, though, we've got Dolly and that kind of like stepping stones that we've gone through with cloning in our world. And it really hasn't produced anything that I've been like,
1: "Whoa, I don't know about that." You know, you cannot say Dolly is on the same level as an entire planet dedicated to creating clones. I'm flawless, saying it's the perfect I'm saying, clones. I'm
0: saying it's the start of the tech. And we this like when was Dolly? Dolly was like the mid '90s. Yeah, yeah. So, so all right. So, so we've gone from from mid '90s to where we are now. And I don't know that I've seen, and maybe it's just because we've staved off and said, hey, we're not going to participate in human cloning, like or the U.S. has, yeah, uh, China. Yeah, there are laws
1: against this. Too, yes. Yeah, they're
0: totally, yeah, there's world law, like, like everybody agrees, you know, not to, to take this next step, but yeah, it really hadn't played a part in us yet, you know what I mean? And I guess it's only 30 years, but, or 25 years, whatever it would It's, be. it's
1: it, still a very young technology. It is. Um, I, I personally think we should be pursuing it uh, relentlessly, human cloning. For the wow, sole purpose of what I, I, I need, you a, want your own Boba, Eric. You want I your need, own. boba. No, I don't want Boba. <laughs> screw Boba. I need a liver. I need a new liver right
0: now. Ah, uh, okay. So you're saying you have replacements that are just sitting in the back?
1: Yeah, mindless. You know, mindless clone. That's yeah. my replacements.
0: <laughs> mindless clone. Okay, so
1: everything but the brain.
0: So you're saying you're saying harvesting for organ harvesting? Yes. You want the clones? Yes. Where not? do you put your clones? Do you like keep them? Like, do you have to keep them on your property?
1: Oh no, there's facilities for this.
0: Okay, so there's just there's just like uh, four other Johns, like playing checkers uh, during the day, yeah, or like it
1: depends on how wealthy you are. You know, you know, maybe you have like a starter set. <laughs> a starter set.
0: <laughs> so, so the other four, the other four Johns play checkers all day until no, you know, the, the, they're it, they're
1: in a vat, they're in a freaking tank. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They're so, mindless.
0: Okay, okay, okay mindless. Okay. Don't make them think. Well, I was thinking. I was thinking that they were all like sitting at the table, and then like the warden comes up, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, John needs a new liver." and he points See, that's the this problem. They, if
1: they're if they're thinking and they're talking, and then they start whining <laughs> and don't kill me, and I need that. <laughs>
0: his is better than mine. I don't drink. He drinks. No. It's <laughs> like no, take his. Yeah,
1: it's just a it's just a John and a vat. That's that's all I'm asking John for.
0: John and a vat, like yep. a big back
1: to tank. Oh, maybe that's think what about think about maybe what that's the back to that would be. Doku. What a great industry. Are you really saying that? <laughs> How many people need organ transplants today?
0: I understand that, but I'm still like mm-hmm. like having four of you just sitting somewhere. They're not sitting, they're floating in the back. Floating, floating in whatever they're floating in. Yes. And then, and then you know, you like, you know, you chopped off your arm by accident. Yep. You know, you need a new got one. You got a fresh you know. one right there. <laughs> you got a fresh eight. You can go pick whichever one you
1: want. <laughs> Doc ock, baby. <laughs> Doc I'm coming oh, for you. Oh, oh man.
0: Oh, uh, this is a good podcast. I enjoy this.
1: this <laughs> philosophical clothing. Uh, I'm just saying it's all right there. We have decided, we've made a choice as a species to deny uh organ transplants to people who need them. I don't know how everybody sleeps at night.
0: That's a that's a that's a really wild way of looking at it. Yeah, so you're saying by not cloning, just to make sure everybody's on the same page, you're saying by not cloning and not facilitating the lives of four of your clones.
1: You're uh, focused on this
0: four clone thing. I'm just <laughs> saying. A, <laughs> well, a I'm, a try clone. To, I'm trying to get a number. Like, what's your like? How many do you have? Do you have two spares? Do you have twenty spares?
1: Uh I think you probably start growing one every five years. You know? Oh gosh, So they're different ages now. Oh, sure.
0: This is, this is I'm trying to wrap my head around this.
1: How much are you going to be immortal? If you if you if I cut off my my 70 year old arm and I put it on a 70 year old arm, what's the good in that? Give me yeah. that 30 year old model. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my 30 year old.
0: Oh, so also too, let's talk about let's talk about uh, nurture versus nature here. Like these are probably perfect specimens of you, right? Uh, well, because they've okay, been only they've on, only been fed I you know IV stuff or whatever they've done on their back to tanks, right?
1: Yeah, they're clean, clean clean living, man. Yeah, I don't know if we if you get into gene editing in that that level. Yeah, but um, at what point? Probably point you, you could.
0: At what point when you're like when you're like you know, you're forty or fifty. You've had you know the high cost of low living. Do you just say hey, just give me like forty percent of that
1: guy, or or you know neck down, give me a neck down replacement. <laughs> oh,
0: God. We're talking about replacements, except for point. except
1: for spinal cord. Yeah. Oh, see that that's that's okay. There's limitations. There's limitations, right? But you could certainly have. um uh you've so, so, you so, got so, pancreatic cancer. Boom, wait, wait. replaced.
0: Oh, agree, agree, agree with that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you're going to get greedy, and you're going to be like, no, I want, that, I want that body. So we've got all these old people heads walking around <laughs> on young bodies at this point, right? I mean, just oh, literally, it's, it's, it's like faces that are like like Palpatine. Yeah, these like just stud muffin bodies walking around. All these awesome, yeah. I mean, the villages
1: just got really interesting.
0: (laughs) The Florida retirement community. Does Florida stay Florida? I mean, it's like it's like. I mean, I guess it does, but I mean, technically, Florida. It does. I don't know how
1: you get rid of the head. That's a really tough one.
0: (laughs) All right, this podcast has been a joy. This is a good one. I've enjoyed this one. Um, Do you blame blame Lucas? Do you blame Lucas? Do you have anything else you want to add about the story? I mean, I think it was good. I think
1: I've, I think I've covered a good deal. Yeah,
0: I think so. I think, I think we should let everyone sleep on our thoughts for the night. If you can, if you can. (laughs) And uh, we will see you next week where we're going to be recording episode two. We're in our second movie. William's going to be joining us and it's going to be excellent. I'm very excited about it because as I said, last podcast, I think I've only watched episode two, maybe two times.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched it a much. It, it would... Yeah. I mean, I'm not giving my opinion on it right now, but I'm just saying, I really have not watched it. I watched episode three. I watched episode three probably about, you know, six, seven times, but I only watched episode two, I think, maybe twice. In the theater that once. That's really... In that, at home. That's...
1: Yeah. That's surprising. That is very surprising. So this, this will be a treat.
0: So thanks for joining us on podcast number 12, discussing Django Fett. We hope you're able to sleep at night with visions of four of your other selves playing checkers about ready to harvest their organs for you uh i don't know i don't know how that's gonna work but anyways we got episode 13 coming up or podcast number 13 coming up where we're going to be discussing episode 2 attack of the clones please join us Wayne will be here and we should have a
1: really rocking good time on that one this is the 11 Parsec podcast episode number 12 if you enjoyed this podcast please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with the easily replaceable Eric Thompson. Thank you for joining us.